0: Vital misalignments can lead not only to headaches and back pain, but also sleeplessness, chronic tiredness, decreased immunity, and general malaise. Don't wait. Call Atlas Chiropractic today for a free examination and consultation with Dr. Hardy. It's time to spring into a healthier you at Atlas Chiropractic, Sheridan's premier wellness center. Call 672-6000 to schedule your appointment.
1: This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. Are you ready for a new career? Your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan Buffalo and Gillette is in search of crew members and shift managers. Owner, Larry Storrow.
0: Bob, one of the many benefits of working for McDonald's is our tuition assistance programs. You can earn a college degree through Colorado Technical University with 100% of your tuition covered. Or you can earn up to $3,000 in tuition assistance for Sheridan College or the University of Wyoming. Come in and we'll explain all the details. If you need your high school
1: diploma, McDonald's will assist with that as well. Join the McDonald's team today. McDonald's working to brighten your future. As a business owner, you're always looking for ways to increase your market share. Do you have a marketing plan in place or want to revamp your current plan? Let us help. Hi, this is Bob Grammons, General Manager of Sheridan Media. What if I told you that you could market your business on nine different radio stations, partner with our print publication, The Country Bounty, which is directly mailed to nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County, or market your business worldwide. Through a variety of our digital products, as well as our websites, SheridanMedia.com and SheridanWyoming.com, let our creative and well-seasoned marketing professionals put together a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story. Call Sheridan Media today. 672-7421 or email sales at sharedamedia.com
2: and let us go to work for you. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd
3: Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now this morning, joining me by phone is Sheridan County YMCA Executive Director, Liz Cassidy. Good morning, Liz. Good
4: morning.
3: Uh, So, where are you today?
4: So, I actually, I'm at the Y at this moment, but um, heading out after this, have lots of uh, outdoor programming still, even with school in session.
3: What outdoor programming is still going on?
4: So, we have um, our school groups that start coming up to our resident camp, and so um, right now we have our Buffalo fifth graders up at resident camp, and so... Uh, every fifth grader in their district is spending two days at resident camp, um, doing some science and some other school-related things, but also doing archery and climbing wall and kayaks and all that traditional camp experience as well.
5: Well,
3: that's pretty cool. Uh, e- even kids who might not attend camp will get a chance, at least in fifth grade. Or what other grades do you deal with?
4: You know, just depending on the the class that wants to come up, sometimes we get fourth graders from across School District 2. Like I said, they make their tradition fifth grade, which is awesome. Um, Just depending on the school, we'll see different grades. And and the consistent thing is that there's kids who've never spent time in the mountains, that this is their first camp experience with their class.
3: Wow. You know, to a lot of us... That seems like such an alien concept, but in many situations, right. kids might not have a chance to get up there right? and experience these things. You know, you said some science was going on. Uh, is this going to deal with things like biology?
4: You know, uh, I know they bring in teachers and then a partnership with, like, um, Game and Fish, Just to give them some of that ecology, Uh, I know they do some things in terms of uh, water sources and the stream that you have access to right there at resident camp. And so um, one year I know they did even some bat studies at night. And so it's just uh, there's so many opportunities for science at an outdoor camp just looking around.
3: How amazing is that? I can remember in college we took uh, – like a life survey of everything on campus. And so we had to go out there in the middle of the night, collect every bug <laughs> that we could find. And then uh, there's an interesting way to find out if you have an owl in your area, and that is to play owl calls on your phone. And usually they'll respond Aww. if they're around, but you always want to start with the smallest owl in your area because of a small owl. Here's a big one. He's not going to say anything. So those kinds of experiences really stick with people. Um, I can remember it was one of the probably the most fun experiences that I had while I was in college. And these kids getting this opportunity, uh, that's something that I, I was unaware of. So they'll spend two days up there just doing these classes and and really going through all the different activities that camp offers.
4: Yeah, And, you know... Uh In addition to the camp experience, uh, from the classroom uh, perspective, it's an awesome way to start the year for the teachers to be able to see how the the groups in their class work together, their dynamics outside of the classroom gives them some amazing insight for the school year.
3: It really does. Now, when it comes to the camps, because you guys put on a lot of camps every summer, uh, how long does it take to kind of clean up and reset everything at the end of camp?
4: <laughs> you know, uh, quite a while. We we try to get as much cleaned up right away physically. And then it's a lot of paperwork cleanup and, and just reflection and assessment. Um, we've never figured out the perfect season. And so there's always work to be done. And we've already had our first camp preparation meeting for next year, um, just while it's still fresh, figuring out the things that went really well, the things we want to change, where do we want to be intentional, both in the calendar and, and community needs that haven't been met. Um, and so it's, it's really a year-round process.
3: Wow. So you actually have like an after-action review in a way. Uh, you oh, You sit yeah. down, yes. what, what went right, what went wrong, and how do we do it better?
4: Yeah.
3: Now, did you say that you've held one of those yet or no?
4: Yes. So we've already had our first meeting, and we'll schedule our next one soon in terms of it's uh, twice, three times a month until we hit – camp season next year and so i know all the kids are back in school but it's a year-round process to to do it and to do it well and be intentional and and work out the kinks from the year before but also just a lot of those conversations around who who did we reach this year and how do we reach them even more and so um the example we used is the dungeons and dragons camp was awesome and how do we get those same kids plugged into other camps that um, also interest them and let them find a passion at the
3: Y. How amazing is that? Uh, and I love to hear that the, the D&D camp went over really well. Now, if I was a camp counselor and and I had an idea, maybe I wanted to add an activity, uh, it, it, is it during these AARs, these after-action reviews, where I get to suggest that or or these meetings really just held kind of at the leadership tier?
4: So most of our camp counselors have have left us at this point, so they aren't available for these meetings, but throughout the summer, those ideas come together organically and and through the school year, too. A lot of our best camps is because a, a camp counselor went off to college and they're studying something, and they come back and they're like, we should do a camp on this, or a member finds out about a really cool artist in the community or uh, industry that would be willing to hold a camp and host with the Y. And so, I mean, we, we can do a lot of strategizing internally, but those external ideas have become um, some of our most successful.
3: And if there is an industry out there and they, they maybe they think, you know what, it would be great to have kids around to learn how to do this, um, we can make some activities that would be fun. Do they just need to contact you and say that they're interested in that?
4: Oh absolutely um and And if you are grousing at your desk that there's no no young people who are interested in going into your industry. What a great investment of time and energy to introduce kids to um, all the different things. I think about. I went to career day in elementary school and wrote down that I wanted to be a. I think a mad scientist. And so they <laughs> sent me to a water. They sent me to a water lab, and not at all what I was thinking about for mad scientists. But that experience has stuck with me ever since in terms of how that process looks when you test water for different things. And it was. Um, just really formative. Even though I haven't went into the water lab world, uh, it's amazing how it, it frames things for kids. And I think um, so often we forget that they need some some way to put into context all these job opportunities that are out there.
3: And I think the younger we start that, the better. Um, one thing that I sh- I, I, I really is that by the time a kid is 18, we kind of expect them to know what they want to do for the rest of their life. But uh, I, don't, I don't think that uh, is really true. And I think a, a lot of kids end up getting conflicted. They get to college. And uh, I think that's why ideas change so much. Uh, even before my daughter went off to college, I think her career changed in her mind about three times of <laughs> <laughs> what she wanted to do. But I think that's great. Uh, having an opportunity to see these different industries and and understand what they accomplish and and what their goals are, I think that's fantastic. Now you've got some construction going on down there at the Y. Uh, how is the construction <laughs> going? I mean,
4: it's strange to say, but it's going awesome. Um, you know, the, our uh, construction crew has been amazing Odell construction has uh, been keeping it on schedule um, and beyond a miracle we've kept it in our budget and uh, right now they're cutting and so that they can get an elevator prep to go in in November and they're gonna be hanging um, drywall soon and so that's when you can really see the new shape of rooms uh, they poured the floor leveler. And so there's no difference between where the pools were and the pool deck in the old pool area that we've uh, remodeled. And that's pretty amazing uh, for someone walking in there to have no idea that these used to be, you know, nine feet deep pools. Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. Now, I I can't remember, Liz, if I asked you or not, but how do we fill a pool? Is is it a, a substrate that you dumped in that pool to kind of fill it up, or is that just all concrete because that seems a little expensive so,
4: right right It's actually uh it's the weirdest product in my mind, but it's I think been around long enough that a lot of people are familiar It's a kind of a construction grade foam, and so it just came like Lego's big foam blocks, and we filled the pools full of them and then it's just um uh pouring a very Uh, shallow level of concrete over the top so some rebar over the top of that and then just pouring a top of concrete and so it really uh, worked out pretty smoothly especially for uh, how much they needed to fill in those pools.
3: Yeah because I I was thinking about that you know that YMCA pools are not small Uh, so man that had to take quite a bit of uh, material to get down in there. Now you talked about they're, they're getting ready to put that elevator in. That's got to be yeah. an extremely cumbersome process to fit an <laughs> elevator into a, a building that was not initially built to have one. Uh yeah. ha- Have you kind of watched over their shoulder a little bit to see how this is done?
4: You know, it's it's a little mysterious for me. Except that I know your your description is correct. Cumbersome. It takes a lot of finesse to figure out what you need for infrastructure um, to ensure that we have a, a safe operating elevator right in the middle of a pre-existing building.
3: I, I've I can only imagine the things that they've had to do to reinforce. Uh, that, that small of an area. Uh, how big is the elevator going to be once it's all done, Liz?
4: You know, I don't know what you would describe it in terms of passenger capacity, but we're going to primarily use it as a service elevator. Since our youth are going to be upstairs, it will help us bring, you know, all of our laundry or bedding for nap time, those type of things upstairs. And then it's just going to be available for um, kiddos that might need that in terms of Um, physical hindrances, you know, if you end up with a cast on your leg or, heaven forbid, in a wheelchair, um, you have that accessibility to both floors. And we're really excited on the front end that we'll have that elevator in place before we bring all the fitness equipment downstairs (laughs) we can use the elevator because nobody was looking forward to bringing all of those treadmills and weight machines Uh, down the stairs.
3: uh. I have I have had to move treadmills uh, during my time in the Army. <laughs> we had to move quite a few. And holy cow. You want to talk about a heavy piece of equipment. So, right. Uh,
4: I mean, only piano movers seem to
3: understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they can identify <laughs> with it. Now, uh, speaking of the staff, are you still uh, looking for some slots to fill over there?
4: Yes. <coughs> Across. <laughs> Board, um, I mean, like the rest of the world, we're we're looking for staff and um, really looking for people who want to make a difference in in any uh, demographic of work. And so, we're looking for uh, staff to lifeguard in the pool. We're actually had to shrink our hours in the evenings so that we can accommodate our lack of staff and make it safe. Um, We're looking for swim lesson instructors. We're looking for weight room attendants. We're looking for child care staff, so preschool uh, teachers and assistants after school program staff um gosh, you name it we're we're looking for um, staff and i'm I say that, and I'm so impressed by the staff we have that they're just high quality and that they ebb and flow among all of the tasks to make sure that everything keeps running until we get that ideal staffing model
3: Now. you and i've talked about it uh often actually but i'm gonna ask again just in case we've got that individual out there on the fence what are the advantages Mm -hmm. to working with our sheridan county
4: ymca oh gosh um so many advantages intrinsically is the most advantages uh it's a happy place. It's a place people go to when they want to be doing something good with their life. So when you see our members coming to work out, uh, when you see families taking the time to go and uh, shoot hoops together, um, helping a kiddo learn to swim, it's, it's all really fulfilling in that way. Plus it comes with that wide membership, so you can also be part of uh, that, that good path. And uh, it's a really flexible set of jobs. We, we want to make sure that we strengthen um, our staff's families, that we ensure you can have your education and all of your other opportunities in life, and our schedules are really flexible. And uh, you get to just be part of a good team. A, a lot of our staff share on a regular basis that they look forward to coming here because of the people they work with and the members that are just incredibly supportive and kind. Um, it's just, if, if you're tired of going places where people are a little edgy and short, um, the why might be a really good reprieve from that part of the world right now.
3: Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I I can testify that, uh, having a good team behind you with a positive attitude can change your day at work. I mean, you can show up. Having a bad morning, and your day can be turned around just by working with a great team, and to know that that is something that you're going to go to every single day, it really does help people, uh, you know, get motivated before work. Something that is uh, is needed when you're looking at the long term. <laughs> All right, when we return, sure. we're going to continue with our Sheridan County YMCA. This is Public Pulse at 930 early 103.9 FM
5: at Elias and Financial money management isn't just about dollars and cents it's about dreams and opportunities and more importantly family we'll take time to get to know you then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you to learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you Visit Eliason Financial online or call 307 672 3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC.
6: Bookkeeping. Let's face it, it's not one of your favorite things to do. In fact, it's not most people's favorite thing. There you sit, looking at all that paper taxes, bills, budget. And if you own your own business, you could feel like you're drowning in paperwork. Don't be frustrated. Contact Cloud Peak Accounting. After all, they're the people that actually enjoy that kind of thing. With their easy-to-use website, you can do business with them from the comfort of your own home. Visit CloudPeakCPA.com.
1: Hello, Sheridan. It's Startup Challenge time again. This is Scott Rendell, director of Impact Sheridan, and we're taking applications for our sixth annual entrepreneurial competition. The next big new business idea launching in our area could be yours. $100,000 of seed funding is in play for the winners. The link to our application and challenge rules can be found at SheridanMedia.com. Applying online is free and straightforward. The time to act is now as entries are only accepted through September 19. Please contact us at 675-1939 with questions or help with your application. Hi everybody, Trevor Jackson back with you as we get ready for more high school football action on Friday night. The Sheridan Broads take their 1-0 record on the road to play at the Cheyenne South Bison. And we'll have all the action for you live. The first Federal Bank of Trust pregame show begins the broadcast at 530, and we'll kick it off at 6 o'clock. It's the Bronx and the Bison, and it's all live on AM 1410, KWYO, and 106.9 FM. And also, we'll have
0: it on our live video web stream at SheridanMedia.com. It's time to cowboy up and register for the annual Wolf Creek Wrangle Trail Run. Race day is September 17th, and you can run, hike, or participate virtually in a 5-mile, 7-mile, half-marathon, or 30K run. This event is hosted by the historic Eaton's Ranch, and all proceeds benefit Habitat for Humanity. Spots are limited. To register, go to Wrangle.com. This race is brought to you by Fremont Toyota of Sheridan and sponsored in part by Sheridan Media and Sheridan County Travel and Tourism
6: my good boy. Be good while we go on vacation.
0: Ah! Parents get so uptight leaving us precious pets
6: behind, but when they leave us in the quality care of McGraw's Paws, they really have nothing to worry about. We get lots of love and attention from the trained staff. This place is so nice, clean, safe, and pretty darn comfortable, so we dogs and cats have a good time while they're away. Plus, it's in a convenient in-town location for our humans. McGraw's Paws, 1820 Gabriel Court, next to Second Chance Cat Rescue. Call 307-381-2184. We're taking in-advance reservations.
3: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. Brought to you by our friends out there at Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, joining me by phone is the Sheridan County YMCA Executive Director, Liz Cassidy. Now, before the break, we were talking about some things going on up there at the Y. We've got construction happening and she's also looking for some slots to fill. So if you or maybe someone you know is looking for a job and they would like to have one in a great environment and be able to actually help and contribute to their community, this is a fantastic position to apply for. Liz, if someone out there is looking for this position, how do they apply?
4: Sure. Several routes. Uh, You can uh, come down to the Y and get a paper application. You can go online and get an application or um, on our website. Or uh, we also have our jobs posted on Indeed. And so if you're already... um, on that uh, search engine, you can also find us there.
3: Now, the fall season brings fall programs at the Y. Liz, what can we register for right now?
4: Sure. So you can uh, get into some fall swim lessons. Um, They start next week with Labor Day. We actually just finished a fall soccer sign-up, but there's still opportunities, again, if you looking to volunteer Um, we're still looking for coaches and um, especially referees it's a short beautiful season of soccer um, that we just need um, some help refereeing some games uh, for a couple weeks in September.
3: Now those uh, fall swim lessons what's the youngest age my child has to be uh, for me to be able to get them in there?
4: So Six months old is for our um parent and child swim lessons. Oh so you my get goodness. In the water with your child. Yeah, and then at age three, they can start independent swim lessons where you as the parent don't need to get wet. Um but your child would be in with a small group of peers to uh practice all of their uh swimming skills.
3: And that's three years old to be in there alone.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I mean they i i would highly recommend to any parent that's like gosh they seem so little get them in the water at 3 years old and you will never regret it getting them swim lessons early on means they're not going to have that opportunity to develop a phobia around water or bad habits like not putting your face in water um and if you wait till they're in elementary uh especially if you wait till they get those junior high swim lessons as part of PE um bad habits or uh, fear of water has already fully solidified.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's you know what's really weird. Uh my daughter always had a fear of water. We're, we're not sure why. Um <laughs> yeah. she she just she really disliked it. We really couldn't get her to jump in the pool wow. with her cousins until about 5 6 years old and then she loved it. But boy trying to get That's her awesome. in the water before then was was kind of a pain, so i can I can understand where yeah. where parents would be coming from, and we always see those videos of babies swimming uh you know they're on the internet everywhere and and parents are always <laughs> recommending that you do that Liz you've seen this with your own eyes uh these babies they can swim, can't they yeah, yeah, and you
4: know uh. The, those are some incredible uh it's a it's kind of a program that they use for that and and we don't go that far in our our baby lessons it's more of a um making sure that they think the water is a good time so like a familiarity
3: kind of type of thing
4: yeah so like water acquaintance and so it's <laughs> flowing bubbles them electively putting their head in water, exploring the water with their parents, who are their most trusted teacher. Um, And then we just build from there. I grew up in the old school uh, swim lessons where my mom, who did not know how to swim, was like, yeah, at the end of your infant lesson, we took you to the deep end and and dropped you in. And you (laughs) came up to the surface. And uh, I just... I cannot imagine doing that with my own kiddos even though they've been in the water since, you know, 6 months old. It's it's amazing uh, how much uh just that trust and uh slowly building on that confidence gives them a good foundation for all of their swimming through life and and swimming through life is a little like literacy you know a a kid who never felt comfortable with reading you can you can see it as an adult how they avoid certain things because they're not comfortable in their literacy Um, the same with water kids will find it almost to be debilitating like if they were never a swimmer and they felt that fear around it the amount of accommodations they make in a life avoiding water from where they vacation what they do with their children, all those things, it can, it can really uh, hold on to a person.
3: It, it really can. Uh, you know, even in my unit, the 1041st, we were bridge engineers, and so we worked around water frequently. Oh, sure. And we had to constantly go through what the U.S. Army called drown-proofing, which is essentially a swim <laughs> program. You had to prove that you knew what you were doing out there. And one of my childhood friends that I served with, I had no idea— that he was as terrified of water as he is uh, until that day that we went to drown proofing. Uh, it it kind of shocked me, and and I got to think it back. He'd never jumped off the bridge with us. He'd never jumped into the pool, uh, and all of a sudden I realized he had avoided hanging out with us uh, anytime we went yeah. and did anything in the water. And I, mm-hmm. you know, here we were, twenty some years old known in my whole life, and I I, I hadn't really realized that. So I, I can attest uh, that, yes, uh, if they develop a fear of water early, it sticks with them for the rest of their lives. Um, now, tell me, we're looking for the refs and the coaches. Uh, Liz, if I wanted to help out doing that, what do I need
4: to do? Oh, gosh, we would just hug you, Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> um, you would just call down to the Y Kim Jacobson is our sports director, and she would set you up with everything you need. Um, If you need a whistle, we've got a whistle. You need a stopwatch, we've got a stopwatch. If you have never done anything with soccer, no worries. We will get you through training and so that you know what you're doing. I mean, it's it's really uh, one of those volunteer services where um, we have an answer to any reason why you're holding back.
3: (laughs) Now, I'm running out of time with you. But could you tell me what the AARP and the United Healthcare Partnership is about and how the YMCA is involved?
4: Sure. Um, so, real quick, it's uh, just a season in case uh, you weren't aware of it. If you are an AARP member or you have United Healthcare for your insurance, um, they have a program in which um, they would cover, in, in partnership with the Y, your membership to ensure that you have access to the Y. On our end, there's all these logistical things about counting your visits and all that kind of stuff in terms of our reimbursement. But for the member, it's a wonderful opportunity to utilize um, something you're already paying for. So if you're an AARP member or United Healthcare. Um, there is an opportunity for you to have your Y membership paid for. And if you swing by the Y, we can give you information, or if you reach out to um, either of those organizations, they have information, too, on how to get connected to that benefit.
3: How cool is that? Uh, you know, I'll bet a lot of people out there don't even know that they that's part of the program that they're already signed up for.
4: Yeah, and it's a win-win. I mean, for them, it means healthier uh, adults and uh for the individual it's one less bill you need to pay for
3: absolutely now uh real fast liz what is the junior high program
4: yeah so we're so close to the junior high they walk down in the afternoon um we'd love to have junior high kiddos at the y um what they need to do is they need to register at the front desk um as a member so that we make sure we have mom and dad's contact information their full name those type of things and then there's a whole series of areas of the why they can come work out or play and uh it's all open to them we just want to start developing that responsibility as a uh a young uh member and so they'll sign a code of conduct saying they understand what it's like to be responsible in the building independently by themselves after school and then there's also an opportunity if They get tired of weightlifting or uh, shooting hoops in the gym or swimming laps. They can also uh, look into volunteering at the Y, and we have applications for that so they can help in after school or with swim lessons and and just get plugged in in the afternoons.
3: Well, that's fantastic, and what a great opportunity for some of uh, Sheridan's youngest residents to really jump into volunteering for their community. Liz, I want to thank you for calling over today. Good luck up there and have fun. Hey, thanks so much.
4: Have a great
3: day. All right, when we return, we're gonna speak with the YO Theater. This is Public Pulse on nine thirty KROE at one oh three point nine FM. Shared.
5: Financial money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities and, more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC.
0: Harker-Mellinger provides business advisory services tailored for you specifically to help your business become compliant, tax-efficient, organized, and strategically aligned with your goals. Think of us as part of your team. You will rest more comfortably knowing that you are covering all of your financial bases and making informed decisions. Contact us today. Harker-Mellinger. Our focus is where you're going.
2: Call 673 5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. Hi, this is Sheridan County Under Sheriff Levi Dominguez. My family and I would like to
0: thank the community for your vote on August 16th and entrusting me to serve as your next sheriff of Sheridan County. We truly appreciate everyone's support and encouragement along the way. I am honored for the opportunity to serve our county in this new role, and I will continue to work hard every day to ensure our office provides the best public safety you all deserve. God bless. Paid for by Levi Dominguez for Sheriff.
6: Bye-bye, my good boy. Be good while we go on vacation. Parents get so uptight leaving us precious pets behind. But when they leave us in the quality care of McGraw's Paws, they really have nothing to worry about. We get lots of love and attention from the trained staff. This place is so nice, clean, safe, and pretty darn comfortable. So we dogs and cats have a good time while they're away. Plus, it's in a convenient in-town location for our humans. McGraw's Paws, 1820 Gabriel Court, next to Second Chance Cat Rescue. Call 307-381-2184. We're taking in-advance reservations. Conserve local lands
4: and ranches at SDLT in Bloom, presented by Sheridan Media, September 10th, in the Whitney Center for the Arts at Sheridan College. Learn about the 11,000-year-long history of Native Americans in Yellowstone with archaeologist and author Dr. Douglas MacDonald. Enjoy cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, and desserts beginning at 6.30 p.m. Live and silent auction, shotgun raffle, paddle and more at SBLT in Bloom, Saturday, September 10th. RSVP at SheridanCLT.org.
3: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Eliasin Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting, and with me for the second part of the show... Is the YO Theater Executive Director Aaron Butler? Good morning, Aaron. Good morning. Now, uh, how did the Linda Kay show go?
7: Oh, it was so fun! Yeah, it was great. We uh, had a great crowd. She was really, really fun and had a lot of high energy um, and such a great voice. She brought a ton of people with her. It was like a nine-person band, basically. Wow. So she had backup singers and you know the whole the whole nine. So it was, it was really great. It was fun to have her.
3: Now. I was told that her wardrobe was it was absolutely amazing. How many costume changes do you remember?
7: Oh, there were 3. There were 3 costumes. Well, actually, I guess there were officially 2 changes, 3 costumes. So.
3: Wow. Yeah. and, and it was just uh the kind of music that she plays, it's it's kind of all over the board, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Um what would you say was your favorite part of that performance?
7: Oh boy. Um her style is so unique. You yeah. Know? See,
3: I was gonna say that. Was
7: yeah. Just seeing her. Right. Right. She has this 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 kind of sultry croony. I don't know. And she sings these these great songs that you recognize. But she also has her own her own songs, of course, that she performed. Uh, and she's just so great. I mean, you know, yeah. she just has this voice, and it's hard to um, it's hard to forget it. It just kind of sticks with you.
3: Is she one of those individuals that really owns the stage? Like she gets out there and you can tell she's just having fun. She's having fun with the audience. And, yeah. and, and is she kind of interactive like that?
7: Yeah, yeah. She. You know, what's funny about that show is that she really didn't talk much. Yeah. So often we'll have um, artists who come in and they'll do a number and then they'll talk a bit maybe about the song or about who they are. She really didn't do much of that at all. She She really just kind of said here's what i'm gonna sing next this is what it's from and then she would move on to her song um which was cool it was fun and she uh she definitely captivated the audience for sure
3: yeah and i've I've heard you know performers who who were like well i want to give them their money's worth so i'm going to give them as many songs as i can Mm -hmm. and then you have the performers who kind of come from the school of well i want to interact with my audience Mm -hmm. i want to talk with them i want to see what they think Mm -hmm. tell a story and and Randy Travis I heard is one of those individuals he's like he goes out there mm-hmm. he performs and then he's done uh, mm-hmm. it's it's not for lack of uh, wanting to interact because he always interacts afterwards but but it's during the concert he's like we're here to sing yeah you know and huh. and, he, and he wants to get as many songs to the audience as he can that's kind of cool but then I think it was Garth Brooks who, who literally had an entire show in Las Vegas mm. that was nothing but stories.
7: Oh, interesting.
3: You know, I'll sing in the song. It was just him and acoustic guitar.
7: Uh-huh.
3: He, he went out there, and he would tell the story around the song, maybe even just play a little bit of it.
7: Cool.
3: Uh, and so that was more of the interaction. And I really enjoy the options of both of those. Yeah. You know, being able to go and see him perform, but then at the same time, maybe attend a different show and hear a story as yeah. to why that's going on.
7: Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that I think... It depends on who, like you just said, it depends on the artist. It also depends on the music. So, so her set list, um, which as I just mentioned was very varied, it didn't really need a lot of interaction in between. You know, like you either recognize a song because, of course, it was something familiar, or you didn't, but it was still great. Um, Whereas we have a show coming up. It's it's a ways from now. It's in February, and they've been here before, but it was during COVID, so we didn't get a huge audience. But they're called the Everly Brothers Experience. And so it's these two brothers um, who do this fabulous sort of honoring of the Everly Brothers. But they the cool thing is they talk about the history of how they got there. They have like imagery and they have you know these great stories about this this band that was so influ- influential. So it really does change the feel of um, the experience, I think, for yeah. the audience depending on on what what that's like. So and and
3: with her with Linda Kay. Mm-hmm. Singing a lot of varied songs, you know from the past, mm-hmm. sometimes, I've always felt that you don't need that discussion because mm-hmm. your memory mm-hmm. is linked to that song. Totally. It's amazing how entire sections of our lives can be linked yeah. to an album, yeah, you know,
7: yeah, that's such a good point, and it's always so fun to to one of my favorite things to do when I'm watching a show at the y o is to to watch the audience. Because I want to see, like, are they liking it? How are people feeling? Um, and when those songs would come up during the Linda Kay show, you know, there was there was like these – you could hear people's reaction. You know, there was like cheers or, oh, yeah, or, you know, like, yay, you know, and people yeah. kind of sing along into their breath. And um, that's what's so great about, you know, live entertainment.
3: And I'll bet that's a pretty cool aspect of your job, being able to actually do just that. Mm-hmm. Sit off to the side and and you've seen the performance so mm-hmm. you watch the audience mm-hmm. to your memory and you don't have to say what show it is mm-hmm. but there's has there ever been anything that was just an absolute bomb uh,
7: <laughs> well so we yes um, <laughs> Short but not answer. because not because the show itself was bad not because it was not well done um <clears throat> some of our uh so years ago the children's education series education series as as folks probably know we we have free matinees for the students yeah um we the last i'd say four years maybe we pulled back on presenting evening performances of those same shows because the audience just wasn't there we've just you know over years and years of practice we discovered the audience wasn't there and and i say that because one very great example of that is this show that we had and i cannot remember the name but it was essentially about bullying. Okay. I mean that was the messaging and we did um, a couple free matinees for the students and then we did a you know an evening performance, a public evening performance. Um we had if we had 10 people there, it was a lot. Wow. <laughs> it wow. was terrible. I mean, <laughs> again, the show was great. Like the company is very, you know, accomplished. They're a professional company, but it just and when that happens, you know, it's it doesn't feel good for the audience, it doesn't feel good for right. the actors. It's just like it does, nothing about it feels good. Yeah. Um and I we did, we had one last last year at the beginning of our season last year that was not great, but you know, some people appreciated it, so.
3: So I can only imagine the feeling in your gut when you see something like that happen, where you're like, oh, okay, we missed the target with this yeah, one. Yeah. And so do you just go back to your office and think, all right, we're going to adjust fire and move on from here? What if it was a show that had a run? Would you cancel it out?
7: Oh, no. And you know, that, that doesn't happen very often, because when we do runs, it's only for our like local community theater stuff. Okay. so so the shows that we present as part of our season are, you know, one one evening, um, one evening performances. Um, And of course, you can't do the show. Well, there used to be there used to be a term in theater. The show must go on. And then COVID happened. And that (laughs) That got got kind of pushed (laughs) off to the side. Yeah. Um, But. Yeah, I mean it's 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 disappointing when that happens. Uh, I can think the most recent example that I just referenced was a gentleman by the name of Mark Berger, who came he was the beginning of our at se- the beginning of our season last season, um, and he he was pretty insistent. So he called me for years, wanting to to do it to be part of our season. And finally, I was like, okay, we you know we're struggling this season, people are canceling. Let's see, bring this guy in. He's great. I'm sure he'll be fine. It was it was okay the show itself there was not very many people there yeah and it really just the music that it just wasn't to the level that w- we like to present yeah um and that's just it's it, it's a, it's embarrassing mostly but also it just is like you feel badly, like I felt badly, like I thought I was better at this and I guess I'm not. It's one I of those days, that, yeah, you, know? you go
3: back to the office and you start wondering, man, what, <laughs> what did, I did I
7: do? Yeah. And he knew. And that was the other thing, which was unfortunate, was the artist himself was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude.
3: We missed the mark with this. That was not this. great. Yeah. But
7: whatever. You're a nice person, and it's great to meet you. And, of course, he's not untalented. Just didn't quite
3: It didn't mesh with the audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And have, have you noticed in, in your time here uh-huh. uh, as the director of the theater that there is kind of a style that we have here in Sheridan that goes over a heck of a lot better than others. And I'm not saying like you would, you know, invite like a heavy metal band to the YO mm-hmm. Theater or anything mm-hmm. like that. And and Trevor's looking upset. He would like. I to
7: would see. like to have a heavy. Uh, I, I would. Seriously, I would Trevor. go.
3: I would probably like, go.
7: I, I would like that. <laughs> to be honest, I would love that.
3: But for the majority, uh, it, is there kind of a a style that you like to to select for shows?
7: well um there' there are things that we present that you can pretty much count on it doing well yeah um things that have name recognition usually do very well um music, of course, country music is quite popular um, if it comes from a certain era in you know the the musical history, say sixties seventies fifties sometimes. That tends to do quite well.
3: God, I think all of us who love music could sing songs from the
7: yeah. that era. Yeah, yeah, and so the things that maybe aren't as popular, you know, uh, artists that don't have name recognition are really hard to sell. Um, Linda Kaye is a great example of that. She was fabulous. She was so good, um, but but people aren't familiar with her. Yeah. So you know, and and I absolutely understand this. It's hard when you're um, you're running your household and you only have so much money and you only have so much money for entertainment dollars. Um, and you know, tickets can, can be, we try to be as affordable as we can because we want to make sure that we're accessible. Um, and I think we do a a really good job of that, but you know, you have to pick and choose. So if it's, if it's something that you're maybe going to take a risk on, are you going to go? I don't, you know, I I would like to say do it because at the YO theater, it's always good, but but I totally get it. You know, yeah. It's it's harder.
3: You might want to save that money for a show that you do know. Totally. You know, someone right. that you do know. Well, mm-hmm. I know we can go here and watch yep. this and have a good time. Yep. I don't, I'm i not sure I want to take a chance right. uh, on right. this one. Uh, now, speaking of shows coming up, uh, I've only got about three minutes left with you. So let's talk about a few of these. We've got the Sage hosting an artist talk with Gibson and Recorder. What's this?
7: Uh, So Sage occasionally... You know what, I'd l- really love to talk about, not that I don't want to talk about Sage, is our events, which are the Lysander Piano Trio.
3: Let's do that, anyway.
7: yeah. Um, not to put Sage in the background, they t- sometimes host artists talk at the YO, and if they're always wonderful and fabulous, and they're always free. So that's coming up in September. But the Lysander Piano Trio is the kickoff to our education series, um, and they're this really incredible, dynamic group of young people. There's three of them, obviously, it's a trio. Uh, from new york and they've been in sheridan before not to the y o theater but they do classical and but they do it you know they do it in such a beautiful well-accomplished way they they've been all over the world um they played at carnegie hall you know all the places you might imagine and they are truly 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 talented wow they
2: were
3: at carnegie hall so this is i mean this isn't just something that they do on the side
7: oh no no they're they're quite professional yeah they're 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 they've won multiple awards and they play it all over the place and they're they're just really exceptional for their genre.
3: Now, when it comes to pianos, there's mm-hmm. two different types of shows that I've seen. I've seen like the individuals who go out there with absolute talent and skill. Mm-hmm. They play some really hard piano music and then i've seen basically like dueling pianos where it's almost like a comedy show which one is this
7: so um it's it's, the name is a little bit misleading because they call themselves the lysander piano trio even though there's only one person playing piano okay so it's a trio um it's a piano i believe violin and i think bass is what it looks like to me
3: So so a lot of strings
7: yes yes um, and again, they're just this really, really dynamic group of, of young people. I mean, you know, they're, they're doing, they're making a name for themselves and they're, they're, they're starting out here.
3: Now, this is part of the educational series. This is the kickoff for this yes. year. Yes. We're going to have more in the educational series and, and I've got to take off, but how do I get tickets for this?
7: Yeah. Series? So yotheater.com, check us out. Um, we just, we're launching our season next week. So we'll be sending out information on our full season when you can you can buy a season pass starting next week. So please pay attention to our website and uh, you'll get the email.
3: Aaron, thank you so much for thank coming you. in this morning. Yeah. You've been listening to Public Pulse on nine thirty K R O E and one oh three point nine FM. Share.
5: At Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. What are you doing this Labor Day weekend?
3: Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. If you have projects lined out for the weekend, we'll be open and ready to help. Our staff will help you get the right products for your project at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Painting, plumbing, or lawn and garden work, we know you have a choice, and we thank you for shopping at the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're
0: open all weekend long for whatever you need help with. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. It's Thursday, and that means we have Hot Buys for you over on SheridanMedia.com. We've got a bunch of items, all from local retailers and all starting in half off of retail value. You'll get to bid on $300 gift certificates from ChemDry of Sheridan, $10 gift cards to Bomber Mountain Nutrition, as well as $50 gift cards to Aesthetica. We have those items and a bunch more, all starting in half off of retail value. Bidding is easy. Just head over to SheridanMedia.com, click on the Hot Buys banner, find the items you're looking for, and place your bids. Hurry, though. Bidding ends tonight at 8
2: p.m. Join Mark Patrick seminars and stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back totally
4: changed my life. It's amazing. I don't have any cravings. You want to quit but have found it impossible? This is the thing for you. I have absolutely no cravings. It's the darndest thing I have ever seen in my life. It's not for entertainment. It's for results. Do it.
1: It works. Serious.
4: You've tried everything else. You need to come and try this.
2: Only $49.99 guaranteed because don't just cut down but stop smoking. In addition, lose all the weight 100% guaranteed with Mark Patrick. Patrick seminars. Let hypnosis destroy unwanted cravings and lose weight. The seminar is Sunday, September 18th at the Ramada in Sheridan. The weight loss seminar from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and the stop smoking seminar from 2 to 4 p.m. Registration is 30 minutes before the seminar. For more information, visit Seminars.com. At Steeple, our focus is on you, your needs and your goals. You won't be plugged into a one size fits all model. This is Jeff Tomlinson, financial advisor and branch manager at Steeple. We practice a service model where our clients can share their vision and ask questions. Regardless of your situation, our guidance is driven by your investment needs. Call us at 307-672-3434 to talk
6: about your financial goals. Steeple Nicholas and Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and
0: NYSE. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk
6: 930. K-R-O-E.